Hello there, Padawan learners, Jedi Masters, and lore legends. Welcome to the Vindu Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. Welcome, everyone, to episode eight of the Bindu Podcast, where we seek balance in the force. I'm Yohorn Woman Seven, and we only have two other hosts here with us tonight. We got Nightcrawler and Nate Johns. What up, guys? How's it hey, going? How's it going? Oh. So we're missing Ray's mom tonight, aka N64 Josh. <laughs> He's out doing that media thing, you know, covering PAX West and hamming it up with all kinds of fun people. Go check out his TikTok and, and Twitter. There's lots of good stuff on there, guys. So go check it out. Uh, so tonight might be a little bit of a shorter uh, podcast since it's just us three. We got a few things to talk to. We don't have any lore this week or a fun question. I know fails. Big For fails. Sure recap. Yeah, yeah we, we don't have any bad batch. The finale of the finale of the finale. Like, you know, the last couple of episodes that I kept saying it's the finale, but it's not. Yeah. Um, so we got a bunch of like just rumors and news we really want to talk about. And then a couple of things we really want to sink into. And that's the Mandalorian season two, uh, gallery. Um, that was really good. So we're going to talk about that. And then we got a little tidbit to talk about with our fascination with Canon. So let's kick this off. It's already been proven. It's fake, but still it was really cool looking. And I kind of want to talk about it, but there was a, quote unquote leaked video about um Mandalorian video game in the works. Oh did you guys see that? I think Josh is the one that pushed this out first and and had it in our chat that we were talking about. So yeah, I mean you get hyped originally when you see stuff like this, but then you pick it apart a little bit and you recognize clips from different <laughs> defunct video games or other video games or current video games. Because yeah. I think majority of it was just modded Battlefront 2, right? It like looked it looked like the old school Battlefront 2 because some of it was pretty rough looking. Well, some like, of it from maybe 1313. The I think 1313. Yeah, I, I want yeah. that game to come back. I really do. I think everyone wants that game to come back. Yeah, give us a bounty hunter game. That would be amazing. But, but but some of the footage looked kind of cool. It looked very similar to like a Battlefront 2, and then maybe some like. It, it, I mean, at first it looked like it could be like really early alpha when I was looking at it and I was like, Oh dude, if they do this, I'm going to be so psyched. But then as I watched more and saw the stuff come out, I was like, Oh, never mind, It's fake. It, it, so now that I'm thinking about it, didn't, didn't, um, uh, limited run release bounty hunter, like remastered on PS4. So like that could have been some of that footage. Re maybe modded a little maybe. bit. I don't know. I, I, you know, this sounds really I know bad. They did what Republic Commando on PS4, but I don't know if they did Bounty Hunter. Yeah. I, I've never actually played the Bounty Hunter game. I know. I haven't either. I have it. I, I have it for GameCube. I bought, I never had a GameCube. So when I got Wii, I bought it. I, I never finished it because at that point it was an older game and it was, it was kind of past its, its window, but I have it's, it. Yeah. Uh, but that, that made me think a little bit. Um, like, would we want a Mandalorian video game? Or do you think, uh, you know, what we have coming in the pipe with some stuff that's coming through, like the open world Star Wars and stuff like that, is that going to be enough? 
think Book of Boba Fett might lead to a better game where it can be. Mm-hmm. Are we still thinking it's going to be flashbacks and flash for like not flash forwards, but back back and forth from the past and into the present that we're going to see with Book of Boba Fett? I would think there has to be a little bit, even if it's just how did he get out of the Sarlacc pit? Yeah, um, but I can see very maybe one episode focusing on kind of how he got to where we saw him in Mando season two. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I hope it's going to be something moving forward. Uh, there was a little leak as well that uh, apparently that has you most see. excited. I yes, because we're excited about it. <laughs> we're, I, saw we might see... I saw your TikTok about. It. <laughs> yeah, we may see Cad Bane, man. I'm excited. Like maybe there's going to be a legit slow, like showdown, like you know. And didn't Cad Bane give Boba the dent in his helmet? That was uh, the unreleased. That's the legend. Yeah. The legend. Yeah. Or... Not sort of i think isn't that the like storyboards of season seven of clone yeah. wars before they actually made it yeah they had actual everything animated not completely but they had it animated the fight scene and stuff like that but uh which we have on our youtube if you go looking through there you can find it um but yeah that's where like he shot cad in the head and he, and you know shot boba in the head but boba's helmet saved him uh, yeah. That's why it was a big deal in Bad Batch when I saw that like metal on his head. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Dude, are they saying that really happened? Like, did it happen?" But uh, I don't know, man. I, I kind of, I kind of don't want a Mandalorian video game now that we're getting like an open world Star Wars game because I'm like, how much of that can you really ride on off of the movies? Like, you kind of want to do something different than what's in the movies, right? I don't know. And that's what's so nice about Mandalorian is it's not focused on the, the Star Wars family that is the Skywalkers. Yeah. And it's showing that there is more out there in the universe. Yeah. That's why 1313, I think, was so interesting that it wasn't going to be. It was just a place that we knew. Kind of because the underworld of Coruscant, we don't really know a whole lot about. We saw a little bit more. What was that when Ahsoka was running away from from the Jedi? Yeah, and and I mean, you've little... seen glimpses of it throughout, like yeah. when Obi Wan went undercover, and yeah, a little bit of that here and there, here and there. Um, but let's let's go to the next thing uh, before we get into the the Mando season two stuff. Uh, the leaked concept art for Kenobi. I don't know how legit this is. And, and for you guys that are watching us on YouTube, I'm going to put the link in the chat. But it looks a lot like someone just took um, like the pictures from Star Wars theories, Vader shards of the past and kind of just arted it up. So I don't know how legit this picture is that you guys are about to see in chat. But it kind of excites me. Maybe we'll get to see Vader outside of his suit again, you know, like all cut up in the back to tank and things like that. Kind of like we saw in Rogue One, you know. Did anybody in particular play Anakin in Rogue One? Was it wasn't Hayden Christensen? They didn't they didn't pull him in for that, right? No, it, it was, was such a little glimpse of him. Yeah, um, I don't know who they got like as that, that actor. I think it was ma- mostly like a stand-in actor because they did have. Um, He's got um, the mask on. He's got yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's a reason that Hayden is is on the call sheet for Obi. I mean, it, there's no. It can be anybody in the suit. Yep. And so there's got to be something without the helmet. 
going on. I mean, if it's flashbacks or if it's something like th- this, makes the most sense what we're seeing in the, yeah. in the artwork. Or maybe we'll see, like in the comics, some of the the duels that Vader has against some of the the leftover Jedi from Order sixty six. Like, there's some stuff where his suit gets torn to shreds. So maybe we'll get to see, you know, a little bit of Anakin outside of the Darth Vader suit. I don't know. But either way, it's kind of exciting. I mean, it's called Kenobi, but we know like Mandalorian, it's called Mandalorian, but it had Grogu in it and it had Bo-Katan in it and it had Boba Fett in it. So it's like, you know, they're probably going to focus. Yeah. They're going to have a reason to bring a Skywalker. (laughs) A Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. They got Luke Skywalker and R2 in there, you know, and like Mm -hmm. Bologna's bringing all his old stuff back in, you know. So I'm really curious, like if we're going to get to see like a lot of Vader in Kenobi or if it's just going to be because like, like I, I keep thinking about I'm like, what, what are you, you going to do with him sitting in the sand, like watching Luke? Like how much of that is he going to yeah. be fighting sand people and going to the cantinas? And is he even going to go off world? Like, can he go off world? Say, like, yeah, I, I think that. growing up, didn't we think he like he was this old man hermit just sitting in his cave in his hut? Yeah. But like maybe maybe he did have a a call to go do something off I, I don't know what kind of transport he would have cuz he had to rely on the Millennium Falcon but yeah i, I, mean, I he, don't know he seemed like he did that before so maybe he's found transport off world before yeah. for short yeah. trips or you know and there's always the line from episode 3 where Yoda kind of says Qui-Gon has learned how to communicate so maybe who knows maybe we'll see Liam Neeson I'm hopeful for that. What if we see the wills and Kenobi? Like he does the whole thing that Yoda did and goes and talks to the wills or something similar to that to learn how to commune and become one of the force. How they close, can how close is like Lethal to Tatooine? Um, I think it actually is pretty close. I'd have to look at the map again. I have a book, but it's in my, my bedroom right now. Um, it actually uh, gives me a really good map of it. I was gonna say the 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 visual guide I think for Rise of Skywalker had a had a galaxy map I think in it. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I can find something on Google like super fast. But if I remember it, I think it was pretty close because they're both kind of toward the outer rim. rim. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, there could be Kenobi could be a setup for the Ahsoka series a little bit. With with Sabine, yeah. if they're if they're casting Sabine, then maybe I I don't know. There's a lot. I, that, I think it depends on the timing. It may be timing. Too early timing would be a little tough. I think yeah. Sabine but late, later on. So this is in Wild Space, which is out by Geonosis, Camino, Tatooine, and Naboo. Um, I don't see it on this how map. Is Naboo, how is Naboo grouped out there? There. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's just like wild space is what it says, and then there's the outer rim, which is Solus, Mustafar, and uh, Dagobah, and and things like that, and then Hut space, which is Kessel, Narshada. This is I don't know how legit this map is. It's like something found off Pinterest. Was outer rim technically? Uh, Yeah, I think that whole area kind of is, but uh, because Naboo shouldn't be outer rim. No, that's no. Republic. Like it's that's Republic's deep Republic. Which, which never made sense as to how going yeah. from Naboo to Coruscant they ended up on that Tatooine. But yeah, you know what? Those are some of the things you just shouldn't think about. <laughs> you just don't maybe question Naboo, it. It's... <laughs> I mean, maybe Naboo is outer 
Republic and Tatooine, you know, Naboo's and here. Tatooine, Tatooine was on its ellipse, like its ellipse yeah. was coming inside. It was oh, the yeah. closest <laughs> planet, even though it wasn't the right direction. I'm trying to, I found a better map. Let's see here. I don't think Lothal's on there, though. I can't find it, which is crazy to me. Probably it depends can't... on when it was made. Yeah. I, have to, I wish I had my book with me. I'll have to look at it. We'll do that. Well, I'll come back next podcast. We'll. Yeah. We need Filoni's official map of the galaxy, mm-hmm. pretty much. I know, right? Like, someone Filoni put a map. Lucas. Yeah. Dude, we should totally do that. We should put a map of Star Wars on our website or something. Like, I'm sure people would love that. How do they keep getting to Tatooine if it's out in the outer rim? <laughs> you know, it's just the Force, or man. The force Space magic. I mean- <laughs> Ray's mom. It's Ray's mom. <laughs> Because well, Jakku yeah. is more like outer rim as well, like yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's gonna. I don't know, man. I, I I think they're gonna have a lot of Vader in in this. It makes sense. I wonder after, if we'll get some Rogue similar. One. Yeah, yeah. After Rogue One, get, Vader, we need more. Sorry, yeah. Go ahead. So we need that, and I wonder if we'll get some communication between Obi Wan and Vader, kind of like with Rey and Ren. Yeah, Kylo. Like, I like, know it won't be exactly the same because I don't think they're a dyad, but. Like, if we get a little bit of, like, force talk, like, in your head, kind of like Luke and Vader did, like, if you get a little bit of that with Kenobi or even Qui-Gon, that would be interesting. Like, or we'll see um, Obi-Wan getting glimpses of what Vader's doing. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Either way, it'd be okay. kind of cool to see that. Yeah. All right, so let's get one to the main topic here, and that's the Mandalorian season two. Um, basically, it's like a behind the scenes of the last episode of season two of the Mandalorian. So, guys, I know Nate, you were catching up from season one, so it's probably the freshest with you. What did you th- What did you think overall of that and that last episode? I mean, it was all fantastic. I, it was just great to see all the different perspectives and seeing, yeah. you know, again, this is going to encompass the whole thing, but like seeing the different directors and how much star Wars has influenced them and just what they brought to each episode. And, you know, a little bit in season two, the Robert Rodriguez section for the Boba Fett episode was awesome. Yeah. I'm excited to see what he's going to do with book of Boba Fett. Cause I know he's involved with that too. Yep. Um, that's, that's what stood and, out to me when he, when he yeah. made his concept the, the video of the, with the, yeah, with his sons and then with, uh, his the, action the, figures. Yeah. And, and Filoni and, loved and it. Filoni, was the yeah. He was super jazzed on that. But yeah. And I mean, another one that really stood out to me was the one with the music and just how they built that unique sound, you know, completely yep. without using John Williams until Luke showed up. Like that was one of the coolest parts. Um, yeah. But yeah, the season one, the music stuff, how that guy just kind of went through and just all sorts of different things and came I up. I wish with it was that longer because that episode was only like it was 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah. 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 It's crazy like, what he did to make those sounds, too. Oh yeah. And how much it seems like he really drove everything. Obviously, he didn't play all the instruments, but it seems like he made the sound effects, too, for a lot of stuff. Yeah. But, the guy's like a mad scientist. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. just seeing all the care and all the little th- anything you thought was a callback probably was like yep. that was cool because i feel like a lot of times when fans see things in shows they kind of create their own callbacks or 
create their own stuff. And this, in this, they really were more often than not, like the canister for the best car. And which honestly, I didn't know really know much about that whole thing anyway with the guy in Cloud City. That was news to me. But I'm like, that's awesome. That I that's haven't been to a celebration, but now I want to go to a celebration. I know, right? Yeah. See the running of the <laughs> running of the uh, what's it? What's his name? Uh, uh, I forget. I forget what but the, yeah. That's an easy, yeah, it's an easy guy. cosplay to make. It's buy an ice yeah. cream maker from the seventies and you know, an orange jumpsuit. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I think too, like as we got to see the last, you know, the last behind the scenes or whatever, I thought it was really cool that they were going so far to make sure no one knew it was Luke yes. that they were like, they put in the script. It was Plo Koon. They even and created I, some props or like some of the fan art and everything. Yeah. Well, that that's like the biggest ultimate callback to the fact that what only two people, three three people on set knew the the no I'm your father line in yeah. Empire. Yeah, like, it's the exact kind of same thing. Uh, Mark Hamill only found out like two minutes before he recorded the scene, uh, back then, and and so like George and and um, who's the who's the director for. Uh, Empire. Uh, uh, is, is it, I can't remember. Okay, doesn't it? Yeah, can't remember. Keeping me right now, but like I'm sure, like that, that was it. That that knew it going into that, and then yeah. they told they told Mark Hamill. So like that, that's the same kind of Star Wars secrecy kind of stuff that they had built in to not to not let anybody know that who it was. It also makes me want Master Plo to have survived. Yes, his death, his death is there's a few Jedi masters that you're upset with how they died. And Clue was one of those that's like he for being, quote unquote, almost a better starfighter than than Anakin. Like he went out very like a wuss very quickly. Yeah. (laughs) And and, and Sam L saying he didn't go out like a bitch and then he kind of went out like a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, to like, be fair, I think that all came before Clone Wars, the show. So yeah. true. Mean. Yeah. I mean, because like in the first, like, what is it like the first or second episode of it's like the second, like maybe the second or third of Clone Wars season one. You see Plo Koon like in space using the force and throwing around troopers to fight clankers. You know, it's like. He was awesome, dude. He like did the Princess Leia before the Princess Leia did the thing in space with, you know. Yeah. But like, it was. I kind of like now that I know that I kind of wish it was a little bit of Plo Koon. Like I know it wouldn't have had the same effect on me if it was Plo as Luke, but that would have been really cool to bring him back. Like that he survived because he was like amazing. He found Ahsoka. He he basically mm-hmm. helped Obi-Wan and Anakin. Like there's that moment in Clone Wars when Ahsoka leaves the order and Anakin goes to chase after her and Obi-Wan's about to and he grabs Obi-Wan's shoulder and like pulls him back and is like, no, let them go. Like very wise Jedi, right? And it just it would have been really cool to see that. But I mean we, he's Filoni's favorite, so Yeah, exactly. You know. Um and it was really I like that whole episode, man. I was just like toward the end when they started interviewing about how like they at, they went to Mark's house, yeah. like and asked him about like, hey, uh, would you want to do Luke again? And like how he talked about how it felt to him to get to see Luke in his prime, kind of like the stuff we've said 
for years as kids growing up. Like we always wanted to see those stories, you know? And I think that's why we love the EU so much, you know, the old EU. Which was a cool part, which was a cool part of, of Rise of Skywalker was seeing a little bit of that, that training flashback to, to yeah. Luke and Leia. Yeah. Um, and like, I just found myself in like tears when Filoni started talking about like what sky, like star Wars is. And when Hamill was talking about like, he wouldn't even be there without the fans. And that's what makes star Wars. And, um, I'm going to see if I can play this audio for you guys real quick that are listening on stream. I have a little short where like Filoni talks about what star Wars is. So let me see if I can play this real quick for you guys that are listening. This job is great in so many ways. And I think people think the job is great because we get to tell the story, because we, we do these effects, because we get these experiences, because we go to celebration, right? But also great is just standing on the side and watching somebody. You know, again, like I said, I saw the child inside John that he experienced Star Wars. I sit there with Peyton. You see your crew just staring at Mark and you realize they're remembering what it meant to them. And you realize that you've been a part of constructing something that's giving that experience to people. This good feeling, which fundamentally Star Wars should deliver a good feeling, an uplifting feeling in you and your family, your kids, whatever. That was like so good, man. When, he, when I heard that, like that's what George always talked about as well. Is like Star Wars is like, it's about like giving you that uplifting feeling, you know? good triumphing over evil and like that last part man with like r2 and luke i think they really just they couldn't have done that better it was just so good and then you know when filoni started talking or not filoni when favaro started talking about like hey you're not the luke skywalkers anymore you're the one sending the luke skywalkers off to the academy or college you know whatever it was and i was just like yeah that's me man <laughs> It's like, geez. Uh, but crawler, what you haven't said too much. What what do you think about it, man? Just the whole the whole gallery thing has been awesome. I I wish there was more from season two because yeah. season one had what eight episodes broken out mm -hmm. into different little yep. sections. Uh, there were, and the the last little bit was like the music and the effects, and you saw how the 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 void worked. That which is super cool. cool. If you yeah. If you don't know how the volume works, like go, go watch it because they've only been on location for that one outside Boba Fett fight scene. Mm -hmm. Like they're either in backlot with 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 the volume or inside with the volume, and the cockpit and the hyperspace stars and everything is is so cool to see that happen. And then later on in the in the end of season one they talked about like the practical and and the models and all that kind of stuff and i didn't realize that they did this but they made the models to then scan and then have accurate representations in the volume so that they had the because they're using unreal engine if you watch the credits mm -hmm. unreal engine is credited in in the credits because they're they're using that that ai and vr technology that they have to project everything so it it renders correctly because it looked like they were back in Tunisia or or in crazy locations that they went to. It it felt like they were there because the volume just makes it seem real, which is so cool to see. Yeah, and then uh, they kind of smushed a lot of that together for 
the one episode that was outstanding for a while on gallery season two, which I was behind on watching that I watched this week. Uh, and it was, it was great to see the, the, just seeing the new directors that they brought in and having some of their old returning directors continue to do stuff was, was great. Uh, I think they, they have such a, a good, I'm, I'm so confident in the future of, of star Wars with Filoni and he totally deserved the promotion he got at, at Lucasfilm. And I'm, I'm excited to see what he comes up with. Yeah. What did y'all, you were talking about the technology, like unreal engine. what did you guys think about when they were telling us about how they did the whole deep fake process and CGI? Like that was kind of mind blowing. And like the voice, like, what'd you guys think about that for, you know, when they did Luke's face? I mean, I thought it was great. And I think they're going to, you know, they hired the guy from YouTube or the researcher who posted on YouTube. I think he's actually like a fairly, like that's his job is to do that. He just posts things on yeah. YouTube and it'll just get better. I mean, it was really cool how they went into detail about, you know, they're getting all these faces. They're finding everything they can to put it into the AI and the machine learning and so that they can recreate that face. And I'm excited to see if they do it again if we see something with Luke and Grogu in the future and just how they can do that. And who knows, maybe they'll do some of that with Kenobi. I don't know if they'll need to probably depending on how close, you know, depending on when they do the time frame. but yeah. Or even if we see anything, well, they probably wouldn't need it with the, with the Ahsoka series, but you know, it'll be something that they can do periodically and maybe even lead to more stories between you know, the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy. Because again, that's one of the biggest unexplored areas. Yep. Like even they said in the uh, series that it was, you know, we need to bridge that gap somehow. Yeah. I mean, I think their technology has only gotten better. You look at Rogue One, like, well, even the prequels. Mm-hmm. So then Rogue One, Rogue One was a big step forward with what we got. But I think it was Rose Tinted Glasses, like the first time you saw it, and then you go back a few times and you see the flaws in the technology that they had, and it's it's gotten better. It was very limited in what like they had to do for Luke, and it was kind of what how many lines was it? Like four or five lines, maybe it wasn't that much. Uh, and the main focus was on Grogu and and Mando. Yeah, but it it's and and then the you see the improvements that have come out from that YouTuber that they've they've or what whatever technology he's been able to implement as well. So I, I'm excited for the potential what what it can be. Yeah, I, I was just blown away that they didn't even use Mark's voice or any other person like voice actor, it's all computer generated, like learning, like AI technology, like that is freaking mind blowing that they did something like that. And like, it makes me, it makes me excited though for Kenobi as well, because like you were saying, like with the new technology, they're literally limitless possibilities of what they can do now. Like you think about Boba Fett, they can do a young Boba Fett voice. Mm-hmm. Like they can do it like a Clone Wars voice. Like, like it's just, there's just so many possibilities now. And, and the technology that he's talking about, it's a little scary a little bit when he's talking about it, like, especially the deep fake where he's like, you can do it so good. You don't even know he's real. Like, yeah. you know, and I was just like, dang dude, that's like, kind of nuts. But at the same time, it's kind of cool for us, you know, <laughs> And all the cool well, stuff. It, and you know. the, the technology as well allowed them. I didn't realize this until I watched the gallery. The the cock or the cargo hold of, of Slave One 
was oh, done yeah, in the volume and they they built like just a, a cargo hold with seats yeah and then the volume in the screens is what was making the practical like perspective of the rotating ship which was crazy yeah and and they even said that like we're not sure if we can do this and they they did it they built it and made it made it work yeah I remember some of the actors even talking about how the set looks so real off in the distance that you, well, like you could walk into the wall if you're not I think careful. I would walk into the wall if I went there. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> is this real? What is this? Like VR? What, what's going on here? Yeah. Be kind of crazy. But I'm really glad they did that, though, man. I'm, I, I feel like the fans needed like an a inside look some of that stuff too and like hearing mark talk about it again and hearing like you said crawler like favreau and filoni it just gives me more confidence in the future of star wars and it makes me like want more like i need more star wars like and they're just sitting around having conversations like we are just they're a whole lot more educated about it <laughs> yeah yeah, and I hope they and, keep doing those for each subsequent season and Boba Fett, all the live yeah. action shows. And, well, and I think the success of Gallery has led to, I haven't watched a lot of them, but I know that they've, they did one for Loki, I think, right? And they've done a few behind, they did like at least a one-off of like behind the scenes for Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki and, and they're doing stuff for mm-hmm. these Marvel Star Wars franchises that fans are hungry for more. They're giving them a little mm-hmm. bit of that behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. I think they're even doing stuff for their like theme parks, the Imagineering and like how they do that too. Well, so they're, on, they're, cause on Disney plus there's those, it. there's the, the, the cockpit fly, fly throughs or whatever, which I think yeah. is probably mm-hmm. built in unreal as well. Probably. Yeah, probably. And, and, the biomes. and then there's a, there's been a little bit, I think on uh, like going to Batu with, with yeah. the theme park. I, did they do anything for Avengers campus? I'm not sure, but I think uh, they have know. that just the general theme parks, like mm. even just the, yeah. the Disney theme parks yeah. in general. Yeah. So there's also this uh, new information coming out about a title change for the Mandalorian. And what do you guys think that means? Because the, the link that I'm sharing here in chat is talking about how it's going to be after season three, it's not going to be called the Mandalorian anymore. So what do you guys, what y'all's thoughts on that? What do you think is going to happen? What are we, what could it potentially change to? I have two ideas. Yes. I, I, I see two divergent paths that it can go. It's right. either going to be the, the fight for, for Mandalore or whoever ends up on sitting on the throne of Mandalore, uh, because the dark saber is involved and we now have a true quote unquote ruler of Mandalore and the former ruler of Mandalore and what that can kind of cause tension with. Uh, and then there's also the potential for, Luke's Jedi Academy because there's calls for Mara Jade and and other EU characters that could lead to a my hopeful reset of the sequel trilogy <laughs> and and resetting the canon. Uh, but I mean, I think there's potential for two two ways it could go. It could also split into two separate shows as well if if both of those paths open up. Yeah. Nate, what do you think? I think it's more likely for Mandalore to be the yeah that's, the way it, it travels. I think that's the way. If they continue the the Mandalorian series, I think that's the way it's going to go. And maybe we get something with um, yeah, 
basically whatever the aftermath of that season is. I think if they're going to do something with Grogu and the Academy and Luke, it'll be a completely separate series. Honestly, they may even animate it just from a cost perspective. I feel like that would work better animated because of that. Might be able to do more too in the animated series mm-hmm. than you could in a live action, you know, like especially with Grogu. Like, think how costly it would be to Getting CGI a Yoda jumping around like in mm-hmm. episode two, you know. So, um, I, I kind of hope it's like it's called Mandalore or for Mandalore or something like that, you know, because like in the, the old, the old Mandalorians when they go into battle, they go for Mandalore. And so it was like, I think that they even said that a little bit in Clone Wars. Um, but I would love for it to like center around the Mandalorian culture and the war culture and them building Mandalore back up to maybe even, um, having them like even join, like have different factions and have one faction that's like, uh, death watch where they wanted to join the empire or in this case, the first order and like help them rule the galaxy and take over the galaxy again. And then you have this other faction that's like, no, we want to be with the Republic. I think there's a lot that they could explore there. Um, but I, I really do hope it's like more of a Mandalorian theme and it doesn't branch off into something else. Like I, I feel like that the Mandalorian is like the first time we get the old school Western star Wars from like rogue one feel and like a, like a Star Wars New Hope feel where this felt like a space opera and set in space instead of in, in the West uh, with pistol with blasters instead of pistols, you know? Um, and so I'm hoping we see some of that, maybe even bring in Cad Bane, you know, some bounty hunters, things like that that you could do. You could bring in Ahsoka if you wanted, because she has a history with the Mandalorians. Like there's so much you could do there. And uh, we even know how Moff Gideon came to possess the dark saber no so like that can lead to to flashbacks and explanation and all sorts of stuff yeah it's like literally like unlimited potential for that and like who doesn't want to see like some mandalorians like in season one of the mandalorian when like he thought dinjarin was gonna die and grogu was gonna get taken back and all those other mandalorians like flew out and just started fighting Oh my gosh. And the one in the jetpack with the double pistol, like I was just like, yeah, baby. We don't know where that group of Mandalorians went either. They, no. Well, some we of them weren't, weren't some of them dead down dead. in the, yeah. some of them were I think. in the, in the, in the, uh, Over. Oh, that's right. Blacksmiths. Yep. Uh, that's right. I forgot about that. It's been a while since I've seen. Yeah. Cause the, the empire, the empire or that, that faction went in and cleared mm-hmm. them out pretty much. Yeah. We don't know if the armorer survived that or not. We don't either. We don't know anything about yeah, her. Yeah, it was kind of left up in the open. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a conflict with, with, you know, Mando too, because he took his helmet off. Like, is he a Mandalorian right. now? Like, well, well remember we, we that Mandalorian. That they're, they're, I, I'm just saying, the, and, and that faction, the, the, yeah. the, the, the yeah. crazy faction, is he still a Mandalorian, you know? And is she... You know, or is she even open to that? Like, it's going to be interesting because she was a BA dude when she like took on those stormtroopers. That was freaking awesome. Is so. she? Is she the only? Was the rest of that coven just foundlings? Was she the only? Was the armor the only? Because she knew how to work Beskar, so I'm yeah. assuming she was a, a proper Mandalorian, quote unquote. Yeah, she was, was probably. 
born on Mandalore, if she knew the stuff about the Jedi and things like that, like she knew like history and stuff like that. Yeah. So, she, uh, yeah. It'll be interesting to see if we see more of that again, because it, it really does look like we're going to see Mandalore in season three. Yeah. It looks good, man. I, I like I, I, there's so many questions I have now. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like they, they've done a good enough job to pull us in, but also like not giving us too much. Like the old saying, what is it? Uh, show to don't tell or, you know, so you kind of yeah, see leave them wanting more kind of. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like they've done like a really good job with that. And I, I do kind of wonder if they're going to basically stop because there were rumors they're going to stop. Uh, seasons on the Mandalorian, which I don't know what that would mean. Then, like, what? I mean, what do you? Th- yeah. That would be fine. I mean, I we've had too many shows that have gone too long. If they've told their story, end it and do something different. Kind of like Clone Wars. You know, a lot of people say Bad Batch is season eight of the Clone Wars, but it's it can't be Clone Wars at that point because the Clone Wars are over. So maybe it'll be something like that. They've introduced enough characters that they can spin it off, basically. Yeah. That's true. You don't want it to become The Walking Dead. Right. Or yeah. countless other shows. I mean, yeah. Lost is a I great example. Breaking, of that. Break, like Breaking Bad like knew where to stop and mm-hmm. they like that was that was a good like a good showrunner knows where to to put the fork in it. They could do yeah. so, something like the CW where they just basically have like a Superman show but they bring in like The Flash and Green Arrow where they don't have any more seasons. That's like an analogy I'm trying to use here. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying like, <laughs> it'd be kind of cool if like, okay, Mando season three is the final one. It's done. You see him fighting for Mandalore and then you get a spinoff with Luke and his Academy and you have a reconnection with, with then coming to the Academy to visit Grogu or he needs help or something like that. And like, it'd be kind of cool to have them come back in and then come back out where they're not necessarily the main story anymore. And you have all these other little stories going on, you know, I think in that originally what they kind of wanted to do is have a bunch of different live action shows. I think we've talked about that where yeah. we thought maybe Mando season three is supposed to be book of Boba Fett, but public public rallied around Grogu and, and Din Djarin and, and what that story that. became. Yeah. And so they spun what would be another Mandalorian or Foundling or however you want to classify them now, uh, a book of Boba Fett into its own thing. Yeah. And we don't even know where that's going. If it's going to be past or future or present or however it works. Yeah. And, and then they're going to pivot again with end of season three, but season three is setting us up for a fight to the death, quote unquote, to, to possess the dark saber. Yeah. And that puts two, fan favorite characters now against each other. Yep. Yep. It's going to be interesting, man. It's there. There's just so many possibilities with it and it makes me excited. And I mean, what, what even if there's like tie-ins from Kenobi, you know, like there, there could potentially be more tie-ins with Kenobi, Cad Bane. And maybe we even see Boba Fett try to like, find Luke early on. Cause like in the comics, you know, and the dark, I think it was dark horse comics, which is not canon anymore. Uh, there was a fight between Luke and, uh, Boba and like Boba was looking for him even before Luke knew he could 
you know, wield the force and things like that. So it would be kind of cool to maybe see some of that, you know, or, I mean, it's a bounty hunter Haven in Tatooine. So I'm sure we'll see some bounty hunter, maybe boss. I would like, though, I think one of the mistakes of, of the movie solo, besides the fact that it was riddled with its own problems internally, was that the, the Han Solo book trilogy is so awesome. So awesome. And the third book ends with Han and Chewie walking into Mos Eisley. Like it, it sets you up all the way into episode four, but it goes through Chewie being enslaved in Kessel and Han saving, like they both end up enslaved on Kessel and how they escape and all that kind of stuff. And it leads to him working for the huts and, and all the different stuff. They kind of took some of those aspects and put it into solo. Yeah. But I think solo opened up a, a, a cool end of end of the movie thing with with uh um oh. uh, what's uh Darth Maul. Yeah, with Darth Maul and Crimson uh, Dawn Crimson, and yeah Crimson Dawn, yeah. 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 Uh Syndicates. but like what was in Legends, like the books were so good with like filling in what was already a known kind of backstory that you got with Han and and you 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 see him winning the Millennium Falcon and all that kind of stuff in those books. So those books were so good, and I I I feel like they missed the mark. So like, but finding a way, Filoni has done such a good job to bring some of that stuff that is canon that we grew up reading in, in books and comics and other stuff, and pulling like <laughs> pulling it by the collar or whatever into into canon. Yeah, so we all recognize it. It's it's pretty cool. So I I'm hopeful for more stuff like that. Yeah. Ooh, I do wish we could have been able to see what was going to happen after Solo. Yeah. Yeah, that was... I mean, I liked Solo. I know a lot of people didn't like Han Solo, but I really enjoyed it. It was on TNT the other night. I, I was watching, I was watching a, the, the second half. And yeah, it's, it's fun. It's, it, it's fun. It's, fun. It's, yeah. it's, it's out there, yeah. I mean, I like a good heist movie, so... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think... We went longer than I thought we would for this episode, guys. Like, I thought it was going to be like a short 20, 30 minute episode, but here we are like over 40 minutes here. So, uh, so any closing thoughts or anything you guys want to add? I do want to say happy birthday to one of our hosts here, Nate Johns. Happy birthday, man. Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for recording the episode on your birthday. Oh yeah. It was a good way to end a birthday. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, uh, any closing thoughts before we wrap this thing up, guys? Nada. The future. I think the future's bright. Yes. Yeah. As long as Dave and John have their control keep, keep and Kathleen in her office. And- <laughs> Which one last thought? There were a couple times when she was sitting at the table with the other like production people. She, just nothing Very added. It's Very like, little added. There was like one or two times where she actually added something. We're in right field, and you came into left field, and I don't know what you're talking about. She's yeah. just that bridge because she was uh, she was uh, George's right hand woman for so long. At the end there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think she did like uh, Indiana Jones with George as well. Mm-hmm. So he she's been around a long time. So but, uh, George has proven that his right hand people don't always have the best decision making because Rick McMullen couldn't couldn't contain uh, George at all during the prequels either. That's true. That's true. Yeah, at least he had Filoni. Floney was the Padawan learner, so mm-hmm. he was the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> he 
Yeah, you got to be the Star Wars nerd coming into the Star Wars, like I know. coming into the family, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, right on, guys. Well, thanks for joining us. And make sure you visit MillhornGaming.com. Click on the podcast menu for more great podcasts in the MSG network, like the Halo Infinite podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe here for more future episodes and great videos that we have here. We got a few we're going to release this week. Also, make sure you check out our description for the Amazon store, Epic Creator Code, and other ways you can help out the channel. channel. And remember... The Force will be with you. Always. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with you, Master. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with us all.